Welcome to episode 49 of New Indian Woman podcast airing first in early September 2021 and I am your host Krishna. This is a special episode of a different kind. Guess why? We completed second anniversary of this podcast in August. Yes, 48 episodes. On this occasion, first I reached out to my friends who supported me right from when this was just an idea and invited them to refer someone who they feel should be featured in new indian woman podcast and immediately my close friend raji reached out to me suggesting i feature uma saying uma is a true inspiration to her and her story should be shared with listeners of this podcast so we meet uma today Uma is assistant vice president in a private bank now. She is someone who started working in a foreign bank, worked there for 9 years, then took a break for 10 years to be a full-time homemaker and then resumed her career in the banking industry in her early 40s and has now risen to a senior position in a decade of experience in her second innings. So welcome Uma to this special anniversary episode. Our listeners are eager to know more about you. Hi Krishna, thanks a lot. Uh, that was a very nice introduction. I'm very happy to hear from you. Uh, this is Uma Balamurali and uh, uh, something about my personal uh, uh, life. It is uh, my husband is a software professional and uh, my I have two boys. Elder one is uh, just going to pursue his uh, masters in US and uh, younger one is in his uh, third year of engineering i did my schooling in uh, chennai only and after that uh, college was at meenakshi college uh, and um, 1990 i completed my uh, degree and uh, god blessed me with a wonderful job in city bank right in 1991 itself so before even i attained my 21st year i was a banker already i couldn't think of anything beyond a banking career because i was so naive and ignorant that uh, i thought bank is the only the only place that i could settle down myself with though it was a clerical job uh, i would say it was a very enriched experience enriched environment in which i was uh, placed in uh, uh, the foreign bank and best thing that i treasure about my city bank life is the uh, thick set of friends whom uh, i was blessed with hmm. city bank life was uh, for 9 years and uh, i would say i saw everything in life when i was in city bank be it uh, a downfall uh, in terms of uh, right at the time of confirmation i faced a very big problem uh, i was too young at that time and probably i had uh, not uh, kept up with the corporate standards and so i faced a little bit of not a little bit at that time it was like a mountain of a challenge because uh, everybody around me was telling that i was not up to the standards in terms of not the work it was on the other side the attitude and uh, other things that you are expected in a corporate environment hmm. that was when i realized okay this is not being understood in the way that you are conveying there are a lot of things that you have to uh, understand from the receiver's point of view right this was a heads up and i realized okay this is not what the world is uh, you you have a lot of things that you have to learn uma that was one first 
uh, hurdle that I faced. Mm-hmm. That is one episode that I always try to remember. Uh, people generally tell that you have to forget all uh, negative things. No, this negative thing, uh, you know, helped me a lot in terms of bringing me up in, on the positive side. So I thought uh, I should remember this episode as such. Mm-hmm. Skill and professional, uh, uh, you know, capabilities, the caliber that you develop, the education that you've been uh, getting, all these definitely play a role. But uh, maturity is something that is totally not related to all these things that I uh, yeah, told now. Correct. Maturity is something that you gain out of uh, whatever you've learned as a part of your professional journey and personal life. Correct. And uh, after that, there was no looking back. I realized where I went wrong and considered that as a stepping stone, a hurdle that helped me in come up in my life in terms of the attitude that I have to be exhibiting in the work environment. Hmm. Attitude wise, if you are going to be slipping even a little bit, that's going to ruin your whole career. And so uh, thankfully, I uh, understood that at a very early stage of my career. And after that, uh, it was all only success in my career. And uh, the next uh, eight and a half years went uh, so smooth with a lot of uh, friendships that was gained. My friends became my boss sometimes and my uh, Bosses became my friends at some point in time. Got married in 1995 and uh, uh, 1996, I gave birth to my first son. Hmm. And what happened is uh, my husband being a software professional, he was always being traveling and uh, I had to be taking care of the child uh, uh, myself. And so it was becoming a big stress for me, you know, uh, taking care of home and uh, work. And and we have to remember... That was a time we did not have mobile connectivity, internet connectivity, everything you have to physically run around, right? Exactly. It is not like Uh everything you can manage. (laughs) Communication is not there or very minimally there. Yeah. So it's a different era we are talking about. After your son was born, after you tried to uh, handle that single-handedly with the help of your parents, but uh, you came to this decision of leaving a job, this particular decision-making It's very common even today, most women face this decision as to whether to leave a job or not. So Uma, do you want to touch upon that? And especially, did you think that you can come back when you left in terms of come back and uh, resume job sometime later? Did you see it as a temporary leaving when you decided to leave? not at all. I left my job because my son was, you know, a hyperactive child at that time. And uh, I wanted to be with him because he had a lot of uh, uh, energy to be diverted to positive things. But um, uh, unfortunately, my time was very limited uh, when I was working. So I decided to quit the job, but it was not easy at all. A lot of well-wishers, you know, Uh, kept advising me this is not going to be a permanent phase it is just that he's he's three years now he's going to be growing very soon now don't leave the job was the advice that was given to me from uh, many of my well-wishers including my parents listeners especially the younger listeners because it at that time was seen as a risky job whereas bank is considered as a stable job which pays well Because IT had not become a stable with all the fancy image it has now. It wasn't that way. Bang on. You uh, just came to the exact uh, point that was worrying me because uh, uh, from the date I got uh, uh, married and uh, till the time I opted for VRS, I think my husband would have switched at least uh, four to five jobs you know that is the way IT used to work and I I think it is still like that and I am a person who settles down and uh, very very close to changes and so I was very much happy with the banking job and as you said uh, 
uh, I had to take that decision for my uh, son and uh, one fine morning we just uh, as a a team we went and dropped our uh, uh, letters uh, in the hr it was a, a package of voluntary retirement and so we just opted for it uh, as a team together at that point in time answering your question i was uh, definitely not thinking of any comeback because uh, i very much thought it's all over <laughs> okay my professional life is over whatever best can be done uh, at home with my child i have to divert all the little knowledge that i have to uh, you know bring him up uh, in the positive side that is what was my only thought at that time a very uh, a great challenge that i had to face at that point in time as a working professional was my son had the habit of being violent to you know, the children whom he was playing with and there were a lot of tension given by the neighbors uh, in my own flat and uh, people generally have had the opinion that i am too soft to my children which is the reason for him to be violent i have to be taking a stick on my hand and correct him that is that was the idea and so i very much thought i can bring him back to the right path only if i am at home hmm. this is going to be my life henceforth and i am a full time homemaker Uh, you know you do something for looking forward to something and that doesn't happen that is what happened to me also seven times my husband had traveled to us and i wanted to you know badly enjoy the nri life also because anyways i'm a homemaker anyways he is going to be traveling and i wanted to join him badly is it was a new thing for me at that time hmm. but unfortunately for first two and a half years nothing happened he was very much stable in india working only in chennai at that time i quit the job in 1999 i was only 29 years then my second son was born after my vrs yeah one thing uma how easy or difficult this shift is at a higher level you know that you have taken this decision for your family for your children and all that yes but let us just come to the micro level okay The, yeah. the the next month after your vrs okay you know this was a day you used to get a paycheck Correct. and uh, then there is this uh, random form where you enter uh, you know what is your income what is your occupation and all that right those moments did you feel bad i am asking this because there yeah. are so many women who have left work when i you know, talk to them while they are clear on the reasons why they left and most often than not it is for children but that feeling that feeling bad is there especially when they do such things when somebody asks what very are you much, doing now so could you yes, touch upon yes. that and what was your yes. mechanism to overcome yes. that kind of a feeling you know i was identified and respected more for my job than for what i am uh, as such as an individual right so that is a pride now day one on which we were uh, at home you know uh, it was a daily routine right from your childhood you know when you go to school college office everywhere you just get up press up and go out yeah. the very concept of starting from your home to stepping out itself was missing so yeah. there was no uh, reason behind why i should take bath today why i should uh, dress up today uh, it was turning out to be a little meaningless to me mm-hmm. and what are you, what are we going to do further uh, down i cannot co- consider myself as a full time woman who does embroidery who does handwork who does uh, show pieces who draw and uh, 
who does the project for the children and uh, tailoring stitching uh, gardening anything that you associate with a woman i am not that at all mm. professional life was the only plus that i had was the feeling that i myself had and uh, that was plucked out from me and what am i now what is the thing that i'm going to be doing now was the uh, feeling for the first 6 uh, months the basic depression that was within me was growing along with my children <laughs> so i am a person who is a fun loving uh, person uh, but this was itching me from inside mm-hmm. uh, you won't believe there was a day when when my washing machine was uh, down and the service person had come he asked me are you working madam i said no why are you not working thought you are working why ma'am you are not working he went that extra bit and told that one sentence you know the whole day i was upset oh my god even a washing machine service person knows that i am worth something in, the, in terms of work but why am i not working that was uh, and uh, there was a movie in tamil perivom sandipom by sneha he had that habit of you know recording the chirping uh, music sounds of uh, birds and used to listen to it and uh, call the electrician plumber all those technicians very often home because she wanted some uh, diversion in terms of uh, engaging herself mm. i could very much relate to her in terms of what i was uh, going through also so you talked about the monetary part of it before that i touched the emotional part of it because uh, when my husband takes me to his office parties that was the only outlet that i had I, because i was a person who used to attend so many uh, get togethers and all and i was working and my husband uh, it was like uh, clinging to him and uh, weekend are you going to take me out mm. that feeling itself was uh, sick for me though my husband was uh, is is a person who generally is a very family oriented person i very much thought every single outing every single entertainment that you are looking forward to is with your family only and uh, you ha- you need somebody to take you out whether i was in india or abroad the world around mm. you had kind of shrunk shrunk right in yes, terms of exactly. fun a bigger uh, area around your personality and from that angle yes. it has shrunk yes, you are still much. enjoying uh, and doing and it's a choice that yes. you have made and i was enjoying motherhood as such that, that was a parallel uh, uh, line that i was definitely enjoying the lot of uh, other mothers who generally tell me oh god you are enjoying it so much because i create my own song to make my son sleep and i put a lot of fun element into sini songs and make them enjoy to dancing with them all that was there but hmm. inside the small feeling not not small it was a big feeling i want to like little fast forward here okay for the homemaker part because that yeah. is what everybody will be familiar with okay, i just wanted to touch upon this uh, aspects of it yeah. you know could you just share about your yes. return i was always uh, wanting to work but still i w- i couldn't do that i went to us as dreamt of and uh, spent about four and a half years in us and i came back to uh, india for good that was again a big decision my son uh, elder one was in seventh standard and my younger one was in third standard by then you know they had their own friend circle and they had their own play time and there was a saturation point when they didn't need me anymore in terms of the uh, emotional support in terms of the physical support in terms of the 
knowledge that I used to try to impart to them, all this were, were slowly, you know, coming to a standstill. And I very much thought I'm not needed at home at all because, uh, but by then I, when I came to India, I had made myself a, a very indispensable uh, part of the house, like uh, no maid, no uh, rickshaw, no van, all those things were cut. Yeah. So which is what, which is, yes. uh, which is an important part I would like to highlight because um, especially Indian women, when they feel they are taking up the role of running yes, the home, yes. they feel they have to do it all. Exactly. That so was you went into that particular pattern <laughs> of being the driver, being the cook, being the ego around running exactly, the home exactly. without a maid I and all that. I think that feeling right? kept coming to me. And uh, hmm. one thing that I uh, definitely uh, uh, believe is you want something to happen uh, with your full heart that will happen somehow. What I would like to definitely highlight this now because I was uh, planning to, uh, you know, uh, uh, take up a job I wanted to take up a job and I kept applying on all uh, avenues but then wherever I apply at was I was 40 at that time and wherever I apply and uh, try to get a job it was like a reject letter only one is uh, the long break that I had in my career a second is my age hmm. so I was uh, even more getting depressed because oh my god hmm. I'm not I'm not going to be getting into anything my NRI life is over my the life that I wanted to be a full-time mother is is also almost uh, like my children are not needing me anymore at home and my husband is a very busy professional uh, IT professional and so where am I what am I going to do was the feeling at that time and I had Citibank friend Hema Malini she's uh, working in a private bank and uh, she's a very senior person there even then I had my own uh, you know inhibition as to how to call her and talk it I've not been in touch for 10 years and uh, when you need something calling and talking was not sounding very good to me so I was just ignoring and I applied uh, for the same bank in which she was mm. working and I got a reject uh, uh, message immediately obviously it didn't tell me the reason for why I was rejected nobody was ready mm. to uh, see me and uh, assess me based on what I am so that moment I when I got the reject message I just mm. uh, called Hema and uh, introduced myself after a long time Hema by the way I applied on this uh, job portal and I'm getting a reject uh, immediately why is it so is that because of my age I asked and uh, she was surprised oh god you are you looking for a job I can mm. place you immediately she said and she put me on to her boss and uh, I went and met the boss of Hema and I, the moment I opened the door, this was the person who had given the prize to my son uh, when he had participated in the competition. Oh. Before even I, I wished him and I said, I know you very well. That person was surprised. Generally, it is he who would have started the conversation and I started the conversation saying, I have met you before itself. That was my interview, believe me. <laughs> Most often we think it is always about the skill set, whether we know whatever has happened in the banking industry, in your case, in the last 10 years, all that. But most often than not, if you have the right attitude and most often people are looking for that, they get the feeling that, oh, this person is running behind opportunities, putting all the hard work to make use of the opportunities, the attitude is right, the person is forthcoming, communicating well, all these things matter so much more because skill is something you can always learn, right? So maybe that is what, when you say that that was your interview, maybe that person was right in terms of examining all these qualities which you were kind of conveying in your interaction, Absolutely. maybe. <laughs> 
the only plus point that I had, you know, in my profile was I can immediately join. Hmm. They called me, HR called me and asked, how soon can you join? I can join tomorrow itself because there's no notice period. There is no, uh, you know. Right. You had done the homework. You had the intention. Like it was not as if you were trying to at that time figure out the support system, yes, right? Absolutely. The homework that I did was... I was not keeping myself idle when I was a homemaker. I'm not a very great cook. I'm not a, a very great person in all the other household works too. But I was keeping myself active in terms of when I was in US, I was teaching children uh, in the Tamil Sangam. I was teaching Tamil to the children over there. And when I came back here, I joined a small uh, school. I was working for one or two hours in uh, in the school, volunteering, you know, as an admin uh, staff. It is just that you don't let your brain rust. Correct. It's wonderful. Such a wonderful point you mentioned here. Again, when I speak to women, many of them, when they have left a job, they are always looking for some opportunities in the same area, which may not happen because you, the reason you left is because you have some kind of other priorities. So they feel it is very pointless if uh, they have to engage in volunteering, engage in something else, which is not aligned with their original skill set or original domain of work my view has always been that it doesn't matter you may think these are not connected but you never know all these things connect eventually absolutely absolutely you you are used to stepping out of the home every morning you are used to interacting with people you're used to communicating effectively your your language is uh, you know, maintained. You cannot underestimate anything that you do apart from what your routine life is. And Uma, when you came back, it would not have been easy, right? Because the post at which you join, maybe at that time, your uh, colleagues uh, who were of the, you know, in a similar position, they would have been quite young. Yes. So how was that? I was uh, placed at the entry level. Whatever uh, experience that I had earned for nine years was not valued at all. They were looking at me as a homemaker who is taking up a fresher job and I kept insisting you why am I being placed just as a deputy manager I have to be looking for a manager uh, grade is what I was negotiating but but good to know that you negotiated yes I did most often people think so inferior of themselves they'll say anything you give is okay (laughs) I'm one person who always thinks high about myself and uh, I it is very hard to hide that from uh, Uh, being exhibited to others. Yeah, but despite the fact that you got regret letters from so many other places, despite the fact that you were desperate, you know, not from a monetary kind of a thing, but desperate to get on with a career kind of a state, despite that, you chose to risk negotiating. Yes. So what happened after this negotiation exercise? Was Uma given a better position? And did that jumpstart her second innings? That is what we will examine in part 2 in the next episode. You, the listener, may be able to relate to this phase in life where you are eager to do something beyond the routine but at the same time demanding role in the family. But you feel there are so many challenges around the same. There are several micro-level points that we discussed in this episode and there is much more waiting for you in the next episode, which would be helpful in your own journey. Be sure to subscribe and listen. And please share with women in your life who may be going through a similar phase or would love to listen to something like this. Meanwhile, let me also give a big thank you to all of you for supporting this podcast. 
As we complete the second anniversary, I launched a monthly newsletter as a gift for all of you. This newsletter will have some thoughts, some tips and more sharing. Please visit the website www.thenewindianwoman.com and subscribe to the monthly newsletter. Remember, you are what you want to be and the time starts now.